0: Hey everybody, thanks for stopping in and welcome to Rowdy Dragon's Fantasy Book. I am, of course, Rowdy Dragon, one of the resident fantasy experts over here at tobychristie.com. And I'll be here every week with some featured head-to-head matchups and I'll break them down to help you decide who you like. I'm over here crunching the numbers so you don't have to. We all know how time-consuming that can be, so let the dragon do the agonizing for you, whether you're playing just for fun or betting the odds. Speaking of odds, I'll also find your favorite driver odds and let you know just where to find them. I'll also look at some potentially good long shot driver odds, and I'll cap it off with my favorite picks for the featured matchups and give you my favorite for the win. Right on. Thanks for stopping in to have a listen to Rowdy Dragon's NASCAR Fantasy sports book. Two races left for the season. Let's jump right on into this week's head-to-head matchups and see what we got to work with. So we got the 45 car of Tyler Reddick going up against the 17 of Chris Buescher, the 12 car of Ryan Blaney going head to head against Denny Hamlin in the 11 car, the 19 car of Martin Truix going against William Byron in the 24 and the 20 car Christopher Bell going up against the five car Kyle Larson, all playoff drivers. All right, starting back at the top with the 45 car and his career stats, Tyler Reddick has seven races run at the track no top five finishes. He's got one top 10 finishing up in the top 10 in 14.29% of his runs. He's got one DNF, that's 14% of his races. No lap led and his average finish at the track is 20.1. Tyler has no wins in Martinsville. Chris Busher, he's got 16 races run at the track with no top five finishes. He too has one top 10, but that is only 6.25% of his races. And he does have one DNF at six percent, no laps led for him, and his average finish is just a tick better at 19.4. He's still looking for his win in New Hampshire as well. So now we're going to take a look at the comparable tracks. Now we've got only a couple to work with, of course Martinsville, previous races, New Hampshire, and North Wilkesboro, and I'm only going to throw North Wilkesboro, and we're going to play with those numbers. We'll just say. So jumping right on into these comp track numbers, Tyler Edick's finish position when you average up Martinsville's spring race from this season and last season, as well as the fall race from last year, and New Hampshire this season, as well as last season. And then again, like I said, we threw North Wilkesboro in there, and uh, Reddick's average finish comes up to 17.5. Chris Buescher, his is 16.83. Driver ratings has Tyler Reddick at 71.32, and Chris Busher at 66.12. So right now Chris Busher has the better driver average, Reddick the driver rate. Well here we have a good close matchup. Busher shows better in the driver finish position, Reddick the driver ratings. So now if we remove North Wilkesboro from the equation, as it was an all-star race, so we don't want to put too much into that, it evens the playing field a little bit. Now we're looking at Reddick's average finish sliding down to 20.4, Busher coming up with 17.0, but now the driver ratings are much closer. Reddick coming in at 68 and Busher 66.68. As slim as the margin looks here, I've got to give the edge to the 17 here. Only their speed rankings from the last run have Reddick on top, ranking P6, Busher P21. I cannot seem to find any clear indicator of who this one should favor, so I'll be weighing this one heavily on practice. But until that time, the 17 seems to have a slight advantage in the numbers, so Busher gets penciled in as Rowdy's pick. Okay, our second matchup, the 12 car of Ryan Blaney going up against the 11 car of Denny Hamlin. Ryan, he's got 15 races run at the track with seven top five finishes, finishing up there in the top five in 46.67% of his runs. He's got nine top 10 finishes, finishing in the top 10 in 60% of his runs. Blaney has no DNFs and has led 377 laps at the track, averaging 25.13 laps led per race. His average finish at the track is currently the top spot at 9.5. Blaney's still looking for his first win at the track. Danny Hamlin, he's got 35 races run at the track with 18 of those being top five finishes, finishing up there in 51.43% of his races. He's got 24 top 10 finishes, averaging 68.57 up there in the top 10. And he has two DNFs at 6%. Denny's led 2,226 laps at the track. That averages out to 63.6 laps led per race. And his average finish at the track is just a tick under Blaney's at 10.3. But Denny does have five wins at the track. That's 14.29% of his runs coming in victory. So taking a look at the comp tracks, Ryan Blaney, his average finish position comes up to 10.0. Denny Hamlin's 10.5. Looking at their driver ratings, Ryan Blaney comes in at 91.6, Denny 93.87. And again we have a really close match between these two, and again I removed North Wilkesboro from the equation to see that both drivers, averages, and driver ratings improve but still no clear favorite. Looking at their speed rankings from the spring race shows the 11 car to be superior. His total speed ranking ranks him first. His green flag speed was second. He was fastest late in a run, and his average speed rank listed him in first with a 3.25. Blaney was ninth in speed ranking, ninth in green flag speed, and second fastest late. His average speed rank was 10.5. The numbers slightly favor the 11 car here, so until practice, Denny gets Rowdy's pick. All right, the next match has the 19 car of Martin Truex Jr. going up against the 24, Willie B. Martin Truex has 35 races run at the track, with 10 of those being top five finishes, averaging 28.57% of his finishes up in the top five. He's got 16 top 10 finishes, averaging 45.71% of his runs up there in the top 10. Two DNFs for him at 6%. And Martin has led 1,116 laps, averaging out to 29.029 laps led per race. His average finish at the track is P16, and he has three wings at the track. That's 8.57% of his runs. William Byron's got 11 races run, with four of those being top five finishes, averaging 36.36% up there in the top five. He's got six top tens, finishing up in the top 10 in 54.55% of his runs. He's got two DNFs at 18% and 221 laps led, averaging up to 20.091 laps led per race. His average finish at the track is 15.1. He has one win at 9.09%. Now looking back at Martinsville in the spring and the fall, and New Hampshire in the spring and the fall, and North Wilkesboro, Martin Truex comes in with a 10.67 average finish. Willie B 14.33. Their driver ratings has Martin Truex at 91.87 and William Byron at 90.38. So looking at the numbers here shows a little more favorable towards the 19 camp, let's take a look and see why. Top track average finishes favor Truex in driver average and driver ratings and as I did with the other matches, I removed North Wilkesboro to see what changes there may be. Both drivers improve on average finish, but not by much. Truex finish position improves to 10.0, William Byron 13.2, but Truex gets a little bump to his driver rating from 91.87 to 98.76, Byron he bumps up 2 points to 92.12. Here we see a bigger jump in Trux's driver ratings. The numbers suggest the 19 car will be the better of the two this weekend, but it's hard to go against the 24 with that, oh, what have you done for me lately factor. Only looking at his 18% on the DNF column scares me a bit with the way the playoffs are going this far. So for this one, I'll have to ride shotgun in the 19 car unless practice shows otherwise. Rowdy's pick the 19 car Martin Mark Truix Jr. All right, looking at our final matchup, what's the 20 car of Christopher Bell going up against Kyle Larson in the five car. Christopher's got seven races run at the track, one of those being top five, finishing in the top five in 14.29% of his runs. He's got two top 10 finishes, finishing in the top 10 in 28.57% of his runs. C Bell's been pretty good at the track with no DNFs, and he has led 159 laps. That's 22.7 laps led on average per race. His average finish at the track is 14.9, and he has that one win at 14.29%. Kyle Larson, he's got 17 races run at the track. He's finished in the top five four times, averaging 23.53, and in the top 10, he's finished five times, averaging 29.41% of his runs up there. Kyle does have four DNFs at 24% and has also led laps. 210 of them averaging 12.353 laps led per race his average finish comes in under bell at 18.2 and he also has that one win at 5.88% of his runs now looking at the comp tracks Christopher Bell's average finish position comes up to 13.17 Kyle Larson 6.67 we got a little discrepancy here driver ratings Christopher Bell at 92.23 Kyle Larson 109.52. Again, pretty large discrepancy. Here I can confidently say that all of the five car stats are the better of the two. Removing North Wilkesboro averages only hurt the five car stats here, as he ran a near perfect race on that day, but he still has much better averages than the 20 either way you look at it. Bell did pick up his first win at this track last fall, but Larson took home the trophy in the spring this season. The only downfall going with the five car is, as we saw last week, stuff happens and Larson has those four DNFs here at Martinsville one quarter of his races still both drivers have nothing to lose by going for the win this weekend so with the numbers favoring the five I've got to pencil him in as Rowdy's pick all right moving on to Rowdy's season average we'll take a look and see how I've been performing over the season with two races to go last week I put up a lousy ten points so week 34 possible 1360 my current total is 740 and that drops me way down to 54% that is basically average so I've been doing this all season for nothing (laughs) well hopefully it's helping you out alright let's take a look at the sports books now let's see how the casinos have things listed we'll take a look at the top 10 and see what their prices are and if I like any of the values in there so looking at the top dog they have listed this week it's Denny Hamlin he's listed at plus 350 pretty short and you can only find him for that value at bet rivers. Kyle Larson comes in next at plus 700. You can find him at BetMGM and DraftKings. William Byron plus 800 at Caesars, Bet Rivers, Bet365 and Barstool. They all agree on that value. Brad Keselowski comes in at plus 1000 only at Bet Rivers. Next you've got Martin Jr. also listed at plus 1000. That's 10 to 1 at Bet Rivers and Barstool. Ryan Blaney comes in next at 13 to 1 only to be found at Caesars. And Joey Logano plus 1600. You can find him at Bet Rivers, Bet 365, and Barstool. Tyler Reddick also 16 to 1 only at Bet Rivers. Next you've got Chase Elliott listed at 20 to 1 at DraftKings, Bet 365, and Barstool. And finally, Topping off the top 10 is Christopher Bell at plus 2,000. That's 20 to 1 at BetMGM, DraftKings, Bet365, and Barstool. Now, as far as the values in the top 10 here, I like the values the Penske guys are bringing to the table. Both Blaney and Logano are really good on this track type and their values should be a bit shorter. Look for them to get Bet down, but don't wait too long or you will be left wanting. This is one of their better tracks for both drivers plus 13 and plus 16. That might be worth a bet on each. Okay, looking at some long shots, got a couple of good picks here. Chase Briscoe is a good place to start with the long shots this week. He's a good short track racer, as shown by his three consecutive top 10 finishes at the Paperclip, and his top 10 finish at New Hampshire this season. For a top 10 finish, you can pick him up for plus money at plus 150. His outright is currently 35 to one. If the Fords show speed this weekend, pounce on that 14 All right, our second long shot goes to the 23 car. Bubba has been quietly improving his short track prowess as shown by his two latest Martinsville top 10 finishes. He also has back-to-back top 10s at New Hampshire, making his top 10 odds at plus 160 looking pretty good to me. His outright is listed at 45 to one if you're willing to shoot for the moon. All right, this week's winner winner. So I managed to jinx yet another win pick last week. If I were tracking my win picks on who wrecked out this season, I'd probably have real good numbers here. Better than all the rest I'm putting up anyway. So who should we put the kibosh on this week? Well, I told myself if the 12 car of Ryan Blaney would make it through the first round of the playoffs where I had him out, he'd be the one to watch. Martinsville is a great track for him, as you heard earlier in the matchup stats. Ryan has 2 top two finishes in Martinsville and is looking for his first win at the track, which could very well happen this weekend. So there you have it now that covers rowdy dragons nascar fantasy sports book for the week i do appreciate you all coming by and having a listen especially as the season winds down but we're not done yet there's still some time to put some more gitas in your pocket so i bid you all good luck at martinsville this weekend and i will be back again with some more good stuff one more time next week we'll see you then